Hello and welcome to the True Achievements episode 74, sort of EA, E3, lots of E's special. <laughs> uh, we've just watched EA's presentation of the first of the uh, big ones for E3 2017. And there were some surprises, which is unusual. Mm. So uh, let's cover it in order. We started with some NFL action mm-hmm. that didn't really do a great deal for me. Uh, and in what was a bit of a theme, <laughs> <laughs> they've added a like uh, Innovative. journey mode, like in yeah. FIFA 17, um, which was quite popular in FIFA 17, I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, I found it innovative. Quite amusing. They said it was innovative for <laughs> yeah, I it is innovative for Madden in a way, but it's kind of like recycling old features from other games now. Yeah, yes. I can see why they've done it though, because it worked really well. And especially, I'm not too big a fan of football, but I really enjoyed the FIFA stuff that I played off the journey mode. So I think this could do really well. The journey mode, um, I think, adds us a new thing. I mean, the problem with these sports titles is that they're so advanced now. Mm-hmm. What more can you bring to them <laughs> that mm-hmm. is a reason for people to buy them? And journey mode in FIFA 17 certainly was something new that I think probably got people to buy them. Like, I, I'd be quite happy just buying one every two years now of these games because they don't feel like there's enough. It doesn't feel like there's much progress, does it, between no. the games. The only thing that really changes is the rosters. And to be honest, you could yeah. push out a title update for that, can you, at the end of the yes. day? But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think, though, if, if it's going to be like a recurring thing and you're going to follow somebody over a couple of games, that might kind of get you invested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was the cool thing that we saw when we come on to FIFA. Yeah. Anything else to say about NFL? Um, it was called Long Shot. Is the game mode okay? Okay, so they've all of them have got their own different names, which is yeah. interesting. So, journey uh, yeah. long shot, yeah, mm, interesting. Okay, and then we moved on to Battlefield One, yeah, which has some new content coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a couple of new night based maps, which look pretty cool, that are coming in the next couple of months, mm-hmm. and then a massive DLC pack called In the Name of the Tsar. Which has six more maps. Yeah. And I think it might have some single player, but they didn't really make that very clear. I'm not sure. I know he, just, I know he said like, they were bringing it to the, was it the Eastern Front they're bringing it to? <laughs> yeah. Front, yeah. yeah. And it I know the big, uh, the big focus is obviously on the multiplayer, but the, the night maps, they look, uh, they sound really interesting. Yeah, I thought that looked really cool. That's something I hadn't even thought about. I've played Battlefield 1 for ages and I've never thought this isn't a night. I was kind of uh, typing away, like tweeting at the time. Did uh-huh. they meant, like, I presume the one that's coming in September, the Tsar one, is going to be paid, but the one that's just a couple of maps, is that free, do you know? Or? I don't think not they mentioned it being free. I'm not too sure. No. They were going to be free. Mm. Another tip so, that no, I picked up they said there have been 20 million players of Battlefield yes. 1. 20 million. Even, what is it? When did it come out? November, October last year? So. That's yeah. A lot of players. That's a lot, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's so well. It, they they marketed it very well, I think. Yeah, um, interesting. They're reaping the rewards. Indeed. So uh, we'll have a video of that um, Name of the Tsar trailer, I'm sure, going up on the site. Yeah. Uh, so if you're a Battlefield fan, check it out. After Battlefield, we got some FIFA stuff. Yeah. Um, there's quite a lot of emphasis on Cristiano Ronaldo, who is... Uh, the cover star for the game, and also there's a special Cristiano Ronaldo edition, isn't there? I think of yeah. the game that was announced for pre-orders. Um, 
it looked like they'd done a lot of work on the individual player animations. They showed Raheem Sterling's weird chicken walk. (laughs) (laughs) That looked quite cool. But I'm wondering how many of the players they've actually bothered to capture for that. I I can't imagine they've gone and captured everybody in the whole world. No. But Um, I know that they announced on the each year that they have some kind of link-ups. Like I remember they had a a link-up with City a few years ago. And I presume they just kind of keep some of the animations and face stuff and just move them around and stuff. But... Yeah, um, I thought it looked quite good. Uh, did they show us anything else? Yeah, well, the the big thing, really, the main bit was that Alex Hunter's journey is continuing. <laughs> yeah, so the journey mode um, in FIFA 17, you played Alex Hunter um, making his way as a young professional footballer. Yeah. Um, and this is a continuation of that story. And they'd roped in everyone <laughs> who's everyone in the world of football or sports reading or anything to do like a little bit about it. Alex Hunter, which yeah. was a bit weird. But it looked like um, he's uh, moving, because in the first one you got to pick a Premier League club of your choice, yeah. didn't you? And then, I don't know if it was the same with every club you chose, but I basically, about uh, 10 games in, I got loaned out to Newcastle. Right. And then you, you go back to United at the end and then win the FA Cup or whatever. But it looks like okay. he's leaving. There was like a decision Did you actually finish the story mode then? Yeah, I finished it like last weekend. You had to play like 40 games or something, didn't you? Yeah, it was, it was kind of a story mode up until halfway through his loan and then it just became a bit boring. Like yeah. I, I really enjoyed the cutscenes and, you know, like learning a bit about him and his friends and there was a bit of like a rivalry going on and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. towards the end of it, it just became like you're getting better playing for Newcastle and then you get called back to the main team and you win the FA Cup. But there was no real story after that that I thought, really. Yeah, and they didn't... I don't think. I just think they dragged it out too long. Exactly. You don't really need to play 40 games, do you? Yeah, and you had to play the full... And then every now and again, like it felt like too long in between significant things. Like mm. Once you get... You had like a little Twitter thing going on, like a social feed, and once you got so yeah. many followers, you got like a boot deal and you got to choose which boots you wore and stuff. But Did you not have the ability to kind of sim games and kind of speed up bits if you weren't enjoying it? You could sim training. That was the best. Because in between matches, you had to do the training to improve okay, yeah. stats. Worse, yeah, but okay. you could sim the training, but the actual matches... Unless... I think if you did particularly bad at the training, mm-hmm. you kind of got dropped from the first team and went into like the subs. So if you were a sub, then it just came on at a point where you got brought on with like 20 minutes left or something like that. Anyway, that's all from last year's one. <laughs> let's, yeah. uh, let's talk about... So obviously there's a lot more coming on the, on the journey mode this year, but we, we gather. Uh, then they moved on to one of, one of the highlights of the show for me, which was um, some footage from Need for Speed Payback. Yeah. Now I'm dubious about stories. I think we discussed this before in um racing games. Yeah. However, the bit they showed I thought looked brilliant. Graphics were amaze. Yeah, it did look good. Properly amaze. And it had a really cool they showed a little set piece where you had to um go down a highway mm-hmm. um and crash into other cars and it was doing like the old burnout style slow mo spin yeah, the camera like, around and yeah, cars like out. Yeah. Which I really like the look of that. It did look good. It looked um, like um, the, you're playing the Fast and Furious, if that makes yeah. sense. It looked like something just crazy out of there, some weird scenario. So it involved jumping into the back of a lorry or something, didn't it? Yeah, to steal another car, yeah. Mm, yeah. And it was definitely gameplay we saw when it, it wasn't yeah. like mm-hmm. a CGI yeah. trailer, but it, it did look amazing. But then you're wondering, what's it running on? Is that on 
I'm presuming it's going to be on like a high end PC or a Scorpio or a PS4 Scorpio. Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably you know, it, but it, I reckon it did look pretty good. It looked like a a visual improvement over like the previous couple that I've played. Yeah, no, it's always sure. good to be honest. So yeah, yeah, man. no, I thought it looked incredible. And there was a bit um, I picked out about relics. Oh, okay. What was that? He mentioned there's going to be. It sounded like barn finds in Farza, basically. Ah. There's these relic cars that you kind of pick up, and then you do them up, and then they t- you can like build them into soups up kind of racing cars for you. It, it sounded like the barn finds, but I don't know if you get to drive them as scrap, and then mm-hmm. as you do it, you build it up. But it didn't go into any details, but it, it sounded like barn finds. Okay, so that game's coming in November. Yep, memory serves. Uh, I will definitely be getting it. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. That that has won me over that that trailer today and the gameplay. Uh, then we had a bit of a surprise. Yeah, a brand new title from the makers of Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Yeah, uh, which I don't think I've played. I think I played it for a bean dive and only got the first achievement. It was um, a little, have you, have you played it? it. It was a yeah. little top-down adventure, wasn't it? You controlled one character with the left stick and one with the right. Exactly. Yeah, that was it. Yep. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, pretty good from what I played. It looked a bit like one of the. It was kind of like one of the ID games that you played not long ago, where you, but it was split screen. So instead of you controlled the two characters independently, but you had to like climb up on each other to right. do. And the smaller character could do one thing, then the bigger one, and you had to. Mm, so you had to it was work a, together. A bit of a brain challenge to figure out working the two sticks, but it was a good game. But this looks really good. Yeah, this looks amazing. So it's basically Prison Break. Yeah, um, but it's got a really unique twist in that the game has been designed to be played entirely in couch co-op. Yeah, uh, in split-screen couch co-op. So I think it did. I got say the there was... you can't actually play it single-player at all. It did say it was online co-op. I think. Yeah, yeah but it even online, well, but the screen's got like cut in half as if you're playing yeah. couch co-op. Okay. Weird. Okay, so you've you've got basically a portrait-shaped screen no matter how you're playing it yeah um but it looked really smart so both of you start off in prison uh it was they showed an interesting thing where like one of you was in a cutscene and the other one could walk around mm-hmm. independently yeah. of, of the cutscene not in a cutscene which is really odd i've never seen that before um and then you you have to break out and once you break out there's a ton of story it looked like it was really heavily story driven yeah and uh, apparently these guys are good at good at telling stories so I think this looked really interesting. And it was called A Way Out, that game. A Way Out, indeed. It did look So I uh, definitely want to check more information of. They didn't say when it was coming out, I don't think. I think they, there was a lot of mention of a chat. Um, they mentioned potential length of it or playtime, did they? I'm not sure. Oh, I missed that. It did it. Okay. He, he was super enthusiastic about it, the other guy. He was, yeah. um, he was <laughs> really excited about it. I, th- I got like... Um, GTA kind of vibes. Yeah, them, the it looked were not, very GTA, weren't they? Yeah, it didn't didn't it look kind of as good in terms of the faces and stuff. No. Like they were robbing places and jumping around, but in like this weird split screen thing, I, the premise looked really cool to me. I'm looking forward to streaming it with Jack. I think we'll do some cool streams. Yep. For that game, should be good. And then, da 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 da, da a new IP. Yeah. Game called Anthem. Um, and interestingly. All we saw was like a 30-second teaser for it, made by BioWare, and it's made by the um, proper big studio at BioWare, Mm -hmm. not the one that's made the uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. 
Um, it's what apparently they've been working on it for years. Um, but we're going to see far more about it at Microsoft show tomorrow, which is interesting. So it sounds like actually Microsoft paid someone <laughs> to show some of their content finally. Yeah. So from the teaser, it, I got a massive tie-in for vibe straight away because it had kind of like a big robot with kind of an open chest and a little seat in there. Yep. So it, I don't know. I don't. We know saw how, very little. How much to read into that? But there was a big wall. Mm-hmm. That keeps the monsters at bay. Confirmed then, there's yeah, going to be a big wall in the game. Like a mech. <laughs> well, they, they, did, they did the kind of announced this game, but before that they were talking about like a new team. They've got like a secret kind of undercover team called, oh. was it called Seed? Seed. Oh yeah, Seed. Yeah. And, and I kind of took that this was tying into the game. This is like a... Like he was saying things like visionary concepts, and they were thrilled when they got the Scorpio dev kit and stuff like that. Oh yeah, he and he spe- I remember one thing he specifically said was like, instead of millions of players playing as one person, you know, one character in a game, they're working on ways for like you have to have your totally own character and your own kind of stuff. And and then they went into this game, so I'm wondering if it's something to do with that. Something to do with that, maybe. Yeah. But they definitely bigged up the Scorpio, didn't they? It's worth probably mentioning that the presentation was a bit all over the place. Yeah. There were people forgetting lines, people were, like climbing up on stage. high and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't the most perfect. They've like cut bits out. There was large sections with no sound. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't It wasn't. It's like they've done. gone, you know, like, we, we don't want to be like the corporate suits doing this. We've got to appeal to the kids so we'll get some YouTubers in. But they would like, well, yeah. smoked a fat one before he got up on stage and said, <laughs> check this out, we're going to stream me for speed, in it? <laughs> Just like, oh, man. Um, cool. So we're all looking forward to seeing Anthem, more of Anthem at uh, Microsoft show tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, then we saw some NBA Live 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which has a journey mode in it. <laughs> but it called journey mode. And this time it's called The One. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Scorpio or no? No, exactly. Um, interesting, The One S. Um, <laughs> interestingly, I don't play basketball games, but apparently, according to our chat room, uh, EA have lost the crown for having the best yeah, basketball game to 2K. Yeah, years ago, yeah. Um, so this looks like an attempt to try and claw some of that back. It look, I mean, graphically it looks amazing, but they always do, don't they? These games. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a bit weird though because they introduced the game by showing like a an action replay of somebody apparently who just played the game. So oh yeah, there was any gameplay at all. Of yeah, it. they were scrolling through it slowly, <laughs> weren't they? It was quite weird. <laughs> it was just weird. <laughs> Um, so it it almost seems to me like they've expanded because uh, they did NBA 2K17 the prelude, didn't they? Last year, and you no, that was 2K. No, no, no that was, was 2K. Was that, that's 2K. That's the 2K. Ah, the okay, yeah. Maybe this is their answer to that. NBA, I don't think I've had one for like NBA Live. I don't think there's been a game for a couple of years because one of them was particularly broken. Okay. okay. And then cancelled and all kinds of stuff. I think that's really, so, yeah. Like that's if a you big old to, license that they're paying for that as well. Like I was just making the game page for us, so I went on NBA Live's official Twitter, and the yeah. last image on their Twitter is NBA Live sixteen. Yeah, that's the last one that came out. So yeah, it's, it looks like it's been gone for a while because it was pretty bad. Well, no, they just they took one year off, so they're back. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. 
next we found out that EA Access is free for a week. Yeah. So if you haven't got EA Access, you get full access to the vault. Um, and, well, I guess that's it. That's all you'll get. Plenty of it? good stuff in there. There's Mirror's Edge. Oh, there's tons of stuff. Plants vs. Zombies 2. Well, yeah, gold members only, though. Oh, was it gold members only? Good spot. Mm, okay. And then they said we'll put some demos on the mark- on the PlayStation Store. So, yeah. <laughs> which I it was quite funny. so uh, cheers, Sony. <laughs> um, uh, yes, and if you haven't played uh, Unravel, that's in the vault and is definitely worth playing, and you'll complete it in a week. Mm. So do that if you've never played it. Uh, and then finally, after all the trails at the beginning, we got some Star Wars Battlefront 2 yeah. they opened with about a thousand tweets requesting a single player campaign and then they proceeded to tell us that we're getting one and then tell us nothing about it <laughs> <laughs> which is probably a good thing because you don't want spoilers or or they haven't written it yet <laughs> yeah leaving a bit uh, and then they showed us like 15 minutes of multiplayer play uh, from Battlefront 2 which <laughs> wasn't particularly interesting I think it's one of them. Like if you if you're playing that demo at Gamescom or at E3, it's brilliant. Oh yeah, it's not just, to watch just watching it is. It? And then, and then that was another one where the people who were doing it were cutting between. So you get a bit of action, and they cut away from it just as they finally found <laughs> something to start shooting, and then they go to somewhere else. He was doing nothing. It's like, what are you doing? Um, it's difficult because it's big teams as well, isn't it? So they've got was it that was twenty versus versus twenty. Twenty versus twenty, so forty people to pick between. But it, it looked good though. But it looked like more of the same, but the environments um, were very different. Because in the last yeah, one, it was, was quite a varied environment, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. it was like a tower. Well, there were a couple of uh, kind of inside scenes. I know you yeah. had your yeah. kind of bases on the mountains on the last one, but this was just totally different. It's kind of marble and uh, looks like you're in a city somewhere. Yeah, yeah and yeah. there's a new thing where you earn point. points as you play mm. called battle yeah. points. And you can spend them on upgrades, and also uh, you can come out as a hero if you have enough points, which is pretty cool. So someone came out as Boba Fett. I think yeah. you could get vehicles as well from that. So it's almost like yes. the wreck points in Halo Five, if you can remember those. Yeah, yeah. In the big war mode. Mm. Yeah, very it, similar. In the last one, it was just like points on the ground, wasn't it? I think where you kind of walked into a point and you became token. a hero, or yeah. you could get in a plane or whatever. I think this makes it a lot more balanced because it gives them control. It's not just who gets there first or who can camp out on that spot. It seems like they could tie it to how well the team's doing, or yeah. um, if like somebody does an exceptional thing in terms of gameplay, they could give them the token or whatever. And I, I noticed towards the end, like the action ramped up. Do you know, as it was getting to like, there was two phases, I think, or was it three? Yeah, mm-hmm. they were playing. And as they got to that end one, obviously everybody had earned this, this, these points and they were all coming out as heroes and it was just madness going on at the end. <laughs> but yeah, I, a few things I picked up from this uh, the story bridges the gap between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. Oh, okay, cool. Totally kind of brand new story that we're going to play in the single player. Right. Uh, three times the content, they said, of the first game. Right. And then they, they really focused on what they, what they call game changers. So, like, people who were, like, playing the first one a lot and were really good at it, they kind of invited them into DICE in Sweden <laughs> oh, wow. and kind of got feedback from them on how the game should be. So they were sort of, like, saying, you know, there's a class system this time and there's customization and better gunplay and stuff. So it looked like they 
really focused on that people with um, Battlefield as well, didn't they? Yeah. So I think they've obviously has been beneficial in that respect, so why not do it for the other games as well? It's only going to make it better, I think, isn't it? Uh, they said as well, these split screen. I don't know if that's co-op but in terms of the mission or multiplayer can be split screen or what. I didn't really go into it. And there's going to be free themed seasons to keep the community yes. together rather than the deluge of paid content that we got last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the whole of the first season is free. Yeah, you're going to get... Uh, and Finn is going to be in it as well. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't understand that bit. I never watched him. Have you not seen the film? <laughs> no. Oh, you, oh. you haven't lived, Dave. You I've seen the first movie. three as a kid, but I've not watched any of the new ones. You mean the middle three? Don't bother watching. Yeah, don't bother watching the um, middle, the first three, and just watch <laughs> the, the first three that were in the middle three. Yeah, it's quite complicated. <laughs> Five lines below the top. Um, the other thing they mentioned was that um, anyone pre-ordering the game will have early access to the multiplayer beta. Yep. Nice. Um, multiplayer beta is later this year, isn't it? I think. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'd hope so. The game's out this year. That's a very good point. They put the feature out next year after the game. <laughs> That'd be wicked. Um, and then they mentioned a new free-to-play mobile game, which you can download now, I think, called Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah. Um, you downloaded it yet, Dave? No. No, no, no. no. Okay. I haven't either. I'm sure I will do tomorrow to fill some time before Microsoft Summit. Okay. Um, and then they showed us uh, a trailer we'd already seen for Need for Speed Payback, and then they cut a man off when he was talking. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end. <laughs> so it was quite good, I thought. Um, always nice to see some surprises. Yeah, I think yeah. the biggest, uh, and there's biggest two thing games in there enough. that I didn't know anything about that I'm, I'm very interested in, and one that I wasn't sure I was going to get that I now definitely am. So that's that's quite a good good first go for me. Which one's that? Which one were you not going to get? And then Deeper Speed. Right, okay. I wasn't sure. Really? And now I definitely Because oh, the story element. Yeah, it just... I didn't really enjoy that other one. Uh, which was the last the one? Run. The Run. The Run. Was the, yeah, yeah, the story in it was just weird. Really weird. Yeah. Okay. It seems like they've done a better job with this one then. Right? The, the, in the Run, you could actually get out... The, there was bits where you got out of the car and stuff and yeah. you just didn't... So again, there's a racing game. Like, I mean, Horizon's got like an overarching story, but the action is purely the racing, and it's, it's not taking you out of the racing, is it? It's not like no, exactly. It's just like more like a tutorial to guide you around the plethora of yeah. stuff that's on the map. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Whereas the um, one was actually a so story; cool. it was weird. So uh, Microsoft tomorrow. We know Anthem is going to be there. We know Scorpio is going to be there, but we don't know much else. No. Yeah. It seems like they've got a lot to talk about, though, because it's uh, running on for longer than the standard 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. It depends on what they come out and do it. Uh, 91 minutes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's got to be like 15 minutes over if they're going to tell us, I guess. But, but yeah, we know Anthem's there. That's, so we know one thing for definite. And it's a new IP. People wanting new IPs. There you go. Did they say when it's coming, that game? No. No. And no we, news yet, just the name. I've rewatched the trailer, there's nothing there at all. And have we got any idea that they didn't mention, I know they mentioned Scorpio, but they didn't say it was exclusive, did they? No. Right. No, we will know more tomorrow. Cool. I'm going to say bye, I don't know how you're going to edit this, but... um. <laughs> bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're back. <laughs> we're back.
immediately after we were last here. But <laughs> in actuality, more stuff has happened in real life. In fact, we now know what Scorpio is called. Mm. It's not called Scorpio. No. It's called the Xbox One X, which I think one of us guessed at, maybe. Which is, uh, X is obviously 10 in Roman numerals. So that's uh, people were alluding to... Xbox 10 after yeah, Windows 10, they, weren't they? Yeah, no, this is just because it's extreme. It's it's uh, extra okay. special. It's extra lovely. It's extra graphics. Uh, it's okay. all that sort of stuff, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure um, that's exactly I, I, I don't mind the name. Right. The only issue is if, you, if you've got a bit of a speech impediment, the people in the shop might not understand which Xbox one you're asking for because <laughs> it does sound a bit like S. So uh, that could be tricky. Oh, you, you might just be thinking you're asking for an Xbox One and sex at the same time. Well, I do often do that in my local game. Um, weirdly, they often turf me out. Swiss <laughs> um, band, yeah. But quick thoughts on the name then. I'm totally cool with it. I said it would be Xbox One something because all your games that have Xbox One written on the front, people mm-hmm. would assume wouldn't work unless it was Xbox One something. I think it... Yeah, it totally makes sense. It had to be, and it, and it's it makes it clear that they are the same family of devices. Yeah. Everything will run, so fine with the name. Yes, yeah, uh, as you say, it's obvious that everything's going to work with it. So peripherals, like mm. gamer tags, just games, everything. So yeah, it's good. I think that's totally fine. Uh, we also got the price. We'll skip to the end of the presentation uh, and do the price because that seems like an important thing to talk about. First of all, so again, it's something that we initially guessed out which was four nine nine dollars and four four nine pounds yeah i've got all the regions here it's five nine five nine nine canada okay six four nine australia and four nine nine in euros yeah and four four nine in pounds four nine nine europe four four nine pounds yeah okay Good. Well, that's exactly, literally bang on what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm pretty happy with that. I know there was some, like, Jez is all quite upset now because he thought he was waging a war that it was going to be 399. And I think he's convinced a lot of people that that was going to happen, but it didn't mm-hmm. seem realistic given the kit that's inside that box. Um, speaking of the box, it's small. It's tiny. It's smaller yeah, than I'd worried I'd lose it. How have they managed that? Yeah. Especially they crammed it, all that stuff in. It's got the. Um, as it, I'm sure I've read, heard somewhere the power bricks inside now. Yeah, you have a transformer. Yeah, and it's oh. water cooled. Yeah. yeah. I think that's <laughs> probably helped with the size. Though they've probably been able to. Um, yeah, it has. Down it size of the heat sinks. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that's not cheap to. <laughs> you imagine right. that if you could buy an unwater cooled version that was twice as big. <laughs> yeah, I'd be happy with that. It'd probably be like one nine nine. <laughs> be the size of my house. <laughs> have an extension with your Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it looks amazing. I mean, it's still a box, mm-hmm. uh, but a pretty, pretty white box. It looks very similar to grand, the maybe, Xbox right? One S, didn't it? It was mm-hmm. yeah, black, but a little black or grey. I'm not sure, but smallest console that they've mm-hmm. ever made, or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we had that. We had the show opened with like a sort of cinematic graphical build-up of the console with all like little transistors being created and then forming into a thing and it looked really cool and then it sort of merged into graphics and there was a confused looking girl with a controller i'd say the controller looked out of place they need they should have used an elite controller for that Mm. it looked a bit 
bit rubbish. I think they're only useful one that's going to come in the box, though, don't they? With the console. Well, that's yeah. probably fair, yeah. But this was like a very stylized thing. The girl's not going to come in the box, is she? No. Sadly, no. no. I wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> it would be like 599. Yeah, and the box will be the a lot bigger then. <laughs> yeah, it would be a lot bigger. You'd need an extra extension and a bedroom as well. <laughs> I have had a beer. I will, I will make that. It's really late here. It's like half twelve in the AM, yeah. um, which is silly time to be doing a podcast ready. But um, I've been so hyped all day that we couldn't st- we couldn't avoid drinking. Like <laughs> we waited as long as possible, um, but it didn't actually start until it was about six o'clock, which is, is which it's is reasonable. Reserved. Yeah, it's a beautifully sunny day. Well, it's not now, it's pitch black. But earlier it was really nice and it, it felt like beer weather. So apologies in advance if we're uh, slightly <laughs> skewy. Um, I have made copious notes though. I live blogged this. actually made something like 39 different posts throughout the... It was about 100 minutes, mm-hmm. maybe 105 minutes. So longer than your normal conference. Anyway, we went straight in. We had this trailer thing and then Phil came on. And announced the new name, and he announced the release date, which is November seventh. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think some people are slightly disappointed that it's not coming out sooner, but um, that seems reasonable to me. Yeah, the general. I think all the Xboxes have been November, aren't they? So yeah, I think you're if right. I put money on it, I would have said November. I think it it doesn't really matter because again, this one it's not like you've got games that need it all games work on it so it doesn't matter okay so after we got the uh, name and release date they went and did a big recap on all the specs which I thought at the time do we need to hear all this I was already hyped and buzzing for the thing and then they went off and did a five minute talk about all the stuff we already knew talking about the specs and that it will play games we've already got Mm -hmm. better uh, using super sampling and the disk drives faster so it will load faster um, but then the, the the impressive thing for me was they mentioned that it was actually smaller than an Xbox One S. Yeah. Did you have any notes on this stuff, Dave? Uh, no, just pretty much you said it. And I, I thought it was useful that they did do, do you know, the stuff because I think it's important for them to sort of like re-emphasize to people that it's the same family, same games, you know, same accessories and stuff, just a much more powerful version because I think some people were confused. Like we've de- had debates, haven't we, on the podcast? People say, "No, there's going to be Xbox or Scorpio, Xbox One X exclusive games and stuff." And I think they made it really yeah, clear. Yeah, nobody missed Well, their, their message. No, the thing that I thought was weird that they recapped all the like the tech specs in quite some detail, like the into the flops again. That's key like that. though, because some people might have never heard of it before. They've just kind of got caught up in the hype now, and they haven't been following it. And they need to emphasise those again. And yeah. kind of, especially with announcing a price, they want people to know that they're getting their money's worth as well. They did yeah, say, well, actually, last night, he, he was on a Major Nelson's podcast. It was just like a short thing before E3. And he, he did say that like the, the presentations get watched about 15 million times or something, daft like that, after the event. Wow. So I, streams. I, I guess most of them probably haven't checked out, you know, the, the articles on Eurogamer a bit ago. Yes. So I think it's probably important you went through it again. Okay, fair enough. I was just like, I was busting to see some games <laughs> at that point, and we were already 10 minutes in and I hadn't seen any. Um, but then we started on some, and we started with Forza. Now, 
everyone knows I'm a big racing fan. I didn't think this looked particularly inspiring at all. It just looked like normal Forza, and the graphics didn't look anything mm-hmm. spectacular in any way. There was some lightning, uh, which is new. I'd say the big thing for me that looked different were the skyboxes. The skyboxes looked incredible. So just the skies themselves, but in terms of vehicles, it didn't feel like it was kind of I cutting think, edge. I think a lot of stuff. I think a lot of stuff. You're gonna to struggle to really convey how good it'll look. That's a very good point. So I was on a we were watching on, on ATP or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we were watching yeah. on my Xbox on the mixer app, um, and it was it did have like judder occasionally as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because you're because it's full screen and stuff, and it's on the same telly that we were playing games on only you know, half an hour before, it feels in your head like, oh, these games are a bit stuttery. But obviously it was really the Mixer channel that was at fault. Well, I hope it was anyway. <laughs> uh, Mixer was struggling a little bit today because they're pushing through 100 times the capacity that they used to do it. Um, people were struggling to log in and, and there was all sorts of issues. And we're watching it on a 1080p telly. Um, so I think that's the, pro- that's the problem they're going to have is how do you convey these graphics to someone on a screen which isn't good enough to show the graphics you're trying to convey. I think that's a problem they're going to have. always looks kind of stunningly spectacular, you know, just because it's, it's always looked beautiful, even if you go back to like the Xbox 3 version. Yeah, well, that's version, what I mean. It's, it's always amazing. looked beautiful, and I've always been like, wow, that looks amazing. But today I was like, oh, that doesn't, I don't think that looks exactly great. <laughs> that's probably part of the issue. I should have set the bar lower in the first yeah. couple. It might just be like um, uh, so that was minor thing. details. I was just like, oh, that's yeah. disappointing. And then Dan Greenwell came out, did a little chat, and then presented a new Porsche. Yeah. Like, spent five minutes talking about a brand new Porsche, when all I really wanted to see was new games, um, which, again, was slightly disappointing. And I could see my Twitter feed, all people that were, like, waiting for Microsoft to um, screw up a little bit or do anything. It was like, why are they showing a car? I, I think uh, that's probably that's the cover get car in it, I guess. Mm, yeah, I think so. Well, they I then mean, demonstrated the car, and actually, when they actually showed some proper gameplay footage, I thought it looked better. I think that's it's pretty cool because um, it shows they've obviously sorted out their relationship with Porsche because Porsche's always came later, hasn't it? And yeah. I imagine Porsche is going to be in their front well, and centre. Yeah, they announced in the earlier that it's going to be in every mm. game because I didn't. I think EA had like the exclusivity on Porsche cars or something, daft like mm. that in, in racing games. So that's right. why it always came as like a paid content after. Paid separate thing, yeah. Whereas this looks like they 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 pushing it as like the the main car, like the the box art, I guess. Mm-hmm. He did mention as well seven hundred cars. Seven hundred cars. Seven hundred cars. And it's coming October the third. October the third. Okay. I mean, I'll probably get it, but even then, um, Xbox. I'm going to nearly call it Scorpio again then. Uh, Xbox One X is not going to be out then. Again, though, you can play it on your Xbox One, yeah. and then when you get your Scorpio, or when you get your One X, sorry, <laughs> confused now as well. Uh, when, when you get your X, you can plug it in and just carry on. I yeah, know, but there'll be like another 120 hours of going around laps. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, since Forza Horizon Three, and even more so since Dirt in the last couple of days. I feel like I need more from a racing game than just driving around the same laps all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've lost my I've lost my love for Forza. Sorry, Dan. Um, and then Phil came back with probably the jaw drop moment of the evening when he said, "Tonight 
we will see 47 games in this presentation. And everyone was like, ooh, that's a lot of games. And then he said, with 22 of them being console exclusive on Xbox. And I think the whole room lost <laughs> it a bit for a minute. Mm. <laughs> this was the one thing that we've all been asking for. I think that's been the big criticism, hasn't it, for it has. a long time. No exclusives on the Xbox, but this has just turned it around, I think. Massively. And I think very few of those 22 were actually previous IPs. A lot of this stuff was brand new, um, which is pretty exciting. So let's move on to some of the games. The first thing we saw was a new first-person shooter, uh, which had some pretty disgusting-looking enemies, <laughs> quite alien-y. Uh, it's quite gritty, and uh, I thought it was a bit disturbing, some of the scenes in it. Uh, and we, Jack spotted it reasonably quickly, that it was a Metro game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's called you Metro Exodus. Yeah, I've not played a Metro game. I could only, I could tell by the red star on the train that went by at the end. Mm. But apart from that, <laughs> um, <laughs> I haven't played any of them. I did buy them. They were on sale recently, very cheap in a bundle, uh, which I purchased. I played um, a very short amount of the first one, and I, I wasn't really feeling it. And okay. I, I, yeah, I've got the Xbox One versions and st- still not gone back to them. But I, I've got to say, the game looked impressive. Like Graphically, it looked really nice. Uh, yes, I agree. It looked fantastic, actually. I didn't... The problem is, right, all these games came so quick and fast, it was non-stop, that by the time I typed the name of it, we were on to the next one. And I, I didn't really have time to digest anything. Same on Twitter. They said 2018. 2018, okay, cool. Okay, and then we moved on to a what they called a world premiere. So every trailer that we had was prefaced by console exclusive or world premiere. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, it's another one of these. Um, not sure what that means. I think world premiere was just basically something that we've not seen before, although we knew about it because it was Assassin's Creed Origins, mm-hmm. which didn't half look nice. Yeah, it did look great. tasty. There were horses. There's water, crocodiles. Water and crocodiles. Yeah. Um, the environments, the char- character animation looked amazing. It mm. reminded me straight off the bat of um, Uncharted 4, the way they were jumping around the um, roofs mm-hmm. and crouching and doing a lot of that. Um, and there was an interesting part where he killed someone and then leveled up. Yeah. Because we don't really see leveling up in Assassin's Creed generally. Um, and then he earned an ability point. Yeah, yeah, it looks, looks like, like they've expanded the system a bit. And from what I've heard, it's supposed to be kind of Final Fantasy-esque in a way. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, which seems... It, I, I think it, it, um, people have described it as that just kind of to be more in-depth than yeah, previous I kind of, From what I saw, I kind of took away they might be a bit more RPG elements. But like the bit where he, he, he killed somebody and he walked over to him. And I think in previous games, you just got an option to pick up and uh, do you know the weapon off the floor if you wanted to? It was to. either pick up or loot, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. But this, it, he actually had sort of like managed to somehow look at the bow and see if it was better than the one he got. And do you yeah. know, I don't know if it's got hit points and things like damage and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> then he went, oh, I'll pick that up. And then he, he changed to that. And then you could see his character kind of visibly changed, couldn't you? Like I love that. He had a massive that bow really then on his back, which looked cool. And yeah. there was that bit, funky bit at the beginning. It looked like you, if you play you, any of Ubisoft's recent games, they love a drone. And in this, he did like that eagle thing, yeah, where he was controlling an eagle to sort of like scout out and locate 
people on I'd the... I'd say the graphics on that bit looked absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. They, they did. Really, really beautiful. They, they definitely said uh, 4K, but they didn't say, like, if it... So I'm guessing it's going to be 4K and 30, because they didn't... If it was 60, they would have gone 4K 60. I think it will, um, could be 4K dynamic, could not it? Yeah, but did you see the bit like when he went into he went into like a little like a building and like the the end bit of the sequence they showed and he had like a bit of a fight and it looked like the combat yeah, had been completely kind of reworked. Yeah, it looked a lot it, more in depth and stuff. It reminded me of um, For Honor. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they make For Honor? Yeah, they, well, Ubi did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They just they're taking hints from it then. Bits, just bits of each other's games. <laughs> all the I, I think it looked great. Like I I love Assassin's Creed. I, know, I thought the last one was brilliant syndicate, but I understand where people are coming from saying it was, you know, getting stale and things. And I think that the year oh, off it looks from what just that little bit that we've seen looks like it's okay. paid off. It looks really. And it looks like they're sticking to well, there was no mention of any multiplayer or anything, was there? No, it was just purely single player gameplay we saw. So hopefully they're sticking to that, like they did with syndicate. <laughs> hopefully they've learned the lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I have to say, I thought it looked really good too. And a shield as well. Yeah. So apparently with the shield, you can deflect arrows from enemies and then pick them up and reuse them. Okay. Mm, Which is interesting. Like the green party. Exactly. Which happened in Metro as well, actually. Yes, that was awesome, actually. I always enjoyed that bit. So there's a lot of recycling in new video games. (laughs) Yeah. Which is good. Environmentally friendly video games. Okay, so that's it for Assassins. Let's move on to what is probably the biggest news of the night for anyone that's been watching streams in the last month on probably Twitch or Mixer. You'll have seen that the game that has been played more than any other is Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Yep. And it's coming to Xbox, but it's also only coming to Xbox. It's not coming to PlayStation, which is pretty huge. So. I've been reading people talking about playing this all the time. That all the Xbox bigwigs are playing it constantly yeah. on on their mixer channel. The way I know. <laughs> well, yeah, quite. But it's it's not just them. It's the you know it seems to have taken the world by storm. And I'm, yeah. Jack and I actually watched some um, video footage of someone playing an entire round, and you can see you can see pretty quickly why it's so. Just, it gets so intense, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't know anything about this game. Okay, so, so let's tell you about it. So it's a. Everyone starts off in a like a a big plane, like mm-hmm. a dropship, right. and there's up to a hundred people, and you go over the map, and the map is the same map for every game, but it's massive, and then you can choose to jump out of the plane at any time, and you are you have no weapons or anything when you jump out. There are hundreds of buildings scattered around the map, and in each building might be some weapons or kit or whatever. And then you have, is it a 20 minute, maybe 15 minute I think round? it's like a, t- a 25 minute round. But Okay, so the, the entire game lasts 25 minutes. But there will be a, centrally, a central point on the map that the game chooses to be the centre. And then as the time ticks down, the sort of... Um, I think they call the, it an EMF all, field, don't they? Yeah, like the, yeah. the, the mapping encloses. So right. it gets smaller and smaller around this central point. Which forces everybody together until the final couple of minutes. There's only a tiny amount of space, but by then most people are dead. But obviously, the idea is you go and go into a building, find a weapon, tool yourself up. You'll bump into people on the way, try and kill them as best you can. Then you can loot their bodies and stuff. Um, but we watched a, we watched a few videos of people playing it, and it's really it 
goes properly intense. Mm-hmm. And it's but, difficult. You don't really appreciate it in a 30-second trailer. Um, it sounds of, like of the, the Colleen, then. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, the Colleen built with right guns. It's, mm-hmm. way, it's way better than the Colleen from what we played with the Colleen. Mm-hmm. Um, is it still so this like is pretty using huge. hammers and stones? You have your mellow weapons, but then you get proper weapons, too. Right, okay. So you've got your assault rifles, sniper rifles. There was no crafting in it either, is there? I don't think, uh, I don't think there was. There's quite a complex looting system from what I could tell it. So you could kind of examine your own inventory and somebody else's and then swap your items around as needed after you'd killed them. Yeah, the emphasis on is on like fast-paced action. Like we've got 25 minutes to kill 99 people. It's it's going to be pretty intense. Yeah, I think um, that's that's the key, isn't it? Because uh, there's a time limit on it. The map is slowly getting smaller. It stops people just camping out. So oh, it keeps, yeah, sure. keeps that pace going. And there's vehicles. You know, it's, it's it was really... it's quite an amazing game because it's still in like a beta it's not even properly out on pc so that's that's huge and i think that'll be a probably the thing that most people take out of this especially pc players they'll be excited about that Mm -hmm. okay we then moved on to a game which has interactivity on mixer so there was a few games that they mentioned throughout the night that have interactivity with mixer built into them Mm -hmm. which is quite new i don't think that's ever been used as a feature before so Mixer has like a, because it's got FTL faster than light, in theory you can watch a stream within a tenth of a second of it being broadcast. They can create like interactivity, so you can have buttons that can do things that affect the game. The first one they showed was Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah. Uh, which, to be honest, I was just trying to type that name out and missed the <laughs> entire trailer, so I can't actually remember what it did that was interactive with Mixer. Um does anyone else remember anything about this? I didn't see the interactor- interactivity with Mitchell. They looked like there was like four players or something, like a co-op thing going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember. Oh, okay, I remember it now. This the characters the looked kind of the- very blocky looking, like it was yeah, blocky, bright colours. Yeah, lots of reds and yellows. And they were like leathering a like a, a big spider's nest or something. Yeah, spiders. Spiders are the thing. But yeah, it was um, only a quick trailer, saw, really, wasn't it? Yeah, we saw very little of it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they moved on to State of Decay 2. Yeah. Which looked pretty cool, I have to say. The zombies looked intimidating, with sort of lights behind their eyes. And the theme of the game seems to be that you need to like build a settlement to protect yourself from the hordes, yeah. uh, work together with other people. I assume it's like a multiplayer game. Yeah, I think, I think they said last year it was multiplayer. Did, have either, either of you played the first one? I bought it when it was on sale because people were raving about it, but I haven't actually played it yet. It's actually on sale now, if you don't know oh. it as well, isn't it? It dropped oh, yeah, to half we, price sorry, today. today. From mm. what I've seen of the first one, and I haven't really seen loads, it looked like a kind of top-down mm-hmm. like game. And then like, I, rem- I remember the big thing was if like you can tr- you, it was single-player on it, but like if, if a character in the game dies, they're gone forever, and you kind of have to keep moving around and build stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas this looked more like a... a from what I gather, like a, a shooter type game. Yeah, but I, I think they've like, definitely honed in on the action aspect of this, but it looks entirely like different person, from the first. I think, was it, was it third mm. person? I think it was. But yeah, it looked great. That bit where one of the big zombies kind of just ripped some guy in half. <laughs> <laughs> pretty gruesome. Yeah, some pretty cool scenes in it. I was still scratching my head throughout the trailer, though, um, wondering what it was. And then as soon as there was a car driving along and one yeah, of them opened the car door, door into yeah. a zombie. Yeah. I thought, ah, State of Decay 2. <laughs> it, looked, it looked quite impressive. I think 
graphically it didn't look amazing. No, no. kind of cartoony, but I, th- I still think it, it looks impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and that was spring next year, that one. So not too long to wait. Oh, well done. Getting the, oh, I didn't get any release dates. I got dates for all these. Assassin's Creed, October the 27th. You're a ledge. Okay, and then we moved on to another one of those games with the Mixer mm-hmm. interactivity. It oh, was yeah. a bit weird. <laughs> saw the interactivity. Oh, over there, didn't we? It, suddenly Overwatch was being played on the screen <laughs> and then a, like a weirdy beardy man started screaming <laughs> like a real one not in the game on the stage and I was just like I don't, I don't know what's going on now and the game was called Darwin Project <laughs> there we go that's my take home from that segment I, I so, thought so, it looked another like the Colleen again <laughs> like it was another like, yeah well yes it was it was, like it was last man standing yeah yeah but the interactivity looked cool, like though. Overwatch. Yeah, I the, didn't see uh, the interactivity. What was going on? So, so I remember him saying so this. So there was a point towards the end, and um, the character he was commentating on was running up towards a hut. There was another player inside the hut, and you couldn't see uh, what they were doing. He was just kind of commentating on them, but um, suddenly the person inside the hut got a force field kind of around right. them, and that was added by somebody on... Mixer spend. I, sp- I think it's spending their spark points. Yeah. Mm. So that that could be incredibly annoying if everybody in the chat hates yeah, you. Yeah, what if only like one person? <laughs> it could be interesting, couldn't it? I don't know. Yeah. They'd have to balance it very well because it's it could become very unbalanced very quickly. If you're just <laughs> playing it on your own, just playing against people, and mm. like. I don't know, Mike Yabara is streaming it and he's got people throwing in force fields yeah, exactly. and ammo. It's going to be a bit crap. But and we'll to be honest, the bloke like, made a really good kill and the next thing he was dead because there was an <laughs> invisible woman stood yeah. next to him. How on earth are you supposed to defend against that? <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. Um, okay, and then we moved on to another quite... I also found this quite surprising. Minecraft, mm-hmm. which... Has lost its pixelation to a degree. They've brought proper like graphics to Minecraft. Yeah, for uh, in the super duper graphics pack <laughs> yeah. is what it's called, which is good name. And it's sort of still a little bit pixely, but it looks really nice at the same time. I some don't, of the it's really uh, hard to describe. some of the lighting effects that they showed in like the trailer, like the dawn was in the background and it, the lighting looked amazing I thought yeah I don't know how they've done it it looks really smart the water um, and the other really news from that well. was it's going properly cross platform yeah so you'll be able to play with people on console phone Phones, windows mm-hmm. everything all in the same world and it was going 4k too yeah, yeah. don't forget about that which is what everybody was hoping for for a lovely well, pixelated game. Well, that's what I yeah, said on Twitter. Yeah. Like, it sounds stupid saying 4K Minecraft, but the, it does like, make a the, difference. The, lighting the, lighting. Yeah. the reflections in the water and things like that was pretty mm-hmm. cool. I thought. Cool. Okay, so they they spent a bit of time on Minecraft. That I tell you what, that woman annoys me. Who talks about it? Um, <laughs> Lydia. We'll on from that. And then they brought on um, Dragon Ball Z Fighter. Yeah. Uh, which looked a bit nuts. Uh, <laughs> Phil said he played it in Japan and thought it was a bit, bit cray cray. And then they showed a trailer and it did look pretty cray cray. So Definitely. I think he was right. Uh, this is quite a popular series, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Traditionally on PlayStation, is that? 
no, we've had quite a lot on Xbox. We've had a couple on the Xbox One already. Um, I don't think I've ever seen one of those games on an Xbox presentation before, uh, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we moved on to a hack and slash RPG type thing, uh, which we then learnt was an MMO RPG called Black Desert. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was reliably informed on Twitter it's been out on PC for a while. So, oh, okay, <laughs> okay. That'd really. be interesting to see then if it's got functionality crossplay between the PC or not. Because for an MMO, mm. you've obviously got two. If if you're building two separate populations of players on different consoles, it's a bit or like PC and console. It's crazy. You may as well build them on one. So it'd be interesting to see if they do cross that over. And then we moved into so there was like some sort of. I guess ID, I don't know whether they're all ID titles, I but presumed it was, it was from looking at yeah, more interesting, slightly odd um, games. So there was an exclusive by Odd Tales, uh, which was a bit like the Minecraft reskin. It was like a bit pixelated, but not mm. really. Yeah, the characters were definitely pixelated, weren't they? But then it was in yeah, like a but 3D, it was like imp- it was like two D in a three D world, rendered weird. <laughs> looks super interesting to me for some yeah, reason I, it reminded me of john wick i don't know why just because there's a character walking around with a gun half the time it looked really cool though yeah i thought it looked excellent mm. um the last night that one wasn't it the last night yeah, yeah. and I, again we saw very little of it but enough to think it looked cool and then a platformer in which you seemingly run along playing an electric guitar it was, I didn't have a clue what was going on. With I, that. Didn't, I also didn't have a clue. Um, it's an exclusive for Xbox. <laughs> I wonder how much they paid for that. <laughs> and it's called The Artful Escape. Yeah. I imagine Sony might have paid them for that. They must put on the Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then we had a game that I thought looked quite like Bloodborne, which I've played a little bit of on PlayStation. Um,. And okay. it was Code Vein. Oh, yeah, that's been announced re- like a few months back, that one. Okay, so that was another hack and slash. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know which way around is it. Is it Namco or Bandai or Bando? Oh, they changed it. Namco. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's from them. Yeah, it looks crazy. <laughs> I don't, it's all like vampires and stuff in the game. <laughs> yes. Um... But okay, and then announced that was 2018, so I think that was the new bit of information we got. I think. Okay. Um, and then Rare came on, so we all played Sea of Thieves at Gamescom almost a year ago now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ten months ago now, and it was a. Uh, it was like it was fun, wasn't it? We had fun. It was like a um, cartoony, silly. Team-based, joyful. It was drinking, grabbing, playing a, an accordion most of the time. From yeah, but it was silly. And, <laughs> it was silly and funny and a bit, a bit. You know, it was all right. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't as inspiring as you want. They have done some work on that game in that ten months. Mm-hmm. This looks so much better graphically. It was uh, different leagues, For and water. it seemed to have a whole lot more functionality. And mm. there was like. 
exploring islands off a boat. We didn't mm-hmm. see any of that stuff. Yeah, because it was just like that were shooting things. On, it on a boat when we played it. That was yeah. Cool. It seemed like there was some actual substance thing. to it, and some stuff to go and do. Yeah, they were, a lot more they were exploring shipwrecks, weren't they? One minute, and then they kind of zoomed over to an island, and they were like with clues, hunting for treasure mm-hmm. and fighting, and we didn't see any of the hand-to-hand combat and all that kind of stuff, did mm-hmm. we? No, it looked like a completely different game, to be honest. Um, which impressed me. It looked a lot more grown up. Mm-hmm. So that's piqued my interest again now. I wasn't really that bothered about it. I was interested in it from what we played, but I, I was wondering what it could do, you know, besides just like the how long would blowing up other people's ships stay interesting? But mm-hmm. it, it looked like, you know, what was it? Was it Black Flag, the Assassin's Creed, where you were sailing and on islands yeah. and all kinds of, it kind of looked like that, just like tons of stuff to do in the world. And hopefully they just keep expanding it as well if they can. Slight sidetrack. They've just announced what we get for watching tonight on Mixer. All right, go on. There are three full games. Include Well, actually, there's like a million free games because the first one is Rare Replay. Oh, crazy. Yeah, the entire collection on download. Then No Time to Explain, a full game, right. which I don't know much about. Nope. Then The Final Station, another full game. And then there's some DLC. So we get the Halo Wars 2 Kinzano Leader Pack okay. with special bonus of three Brits packs for Xbox One players. Minecraft Xbox One Edition Redstone Specialist Skin Pack. Mm-hmm. We get the Halo Warthog in Forza Horizon 3, which I've already got. And you get the Starter Pack in Hawken, which I think you've both played. Yeah, yeah you've both completed. Some of that Starter Pack at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the take home for me really is that no time to explain it and the final station we're getting for free because I already have Rare Replay. I've not but got that's not bad, is it? Just for watching the stream, no? Yeah, that's like, what, probably 50 quid's worth of games? Mm. Plus DLC? Not bad at all, really. It's a shame no one can get in. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you didn't manage to get in, they have said that if you watch any of the Xbox, the E3 um, catch-up shows that are on every day, Xbox Dailies, I think they're called, um, then you will still be entered. So don't panic if you couldn't log in, because I know they were having issues with that earlier. Okay, let's move back on to the presentation. So we had a very brief trailer for Tacoma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is coming very, very soon. August. Uh, in about six weeks, I think. Yeah. And then we saw um, a game called... Well, I thought we'd moved on to Nintendo's presentation <laughs> at that point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a bit weird. Um, but we had a beautiful, bright, colourful platformer with coins and squirrels and everything that Nintendo does best. Coming on to Xbox, and it's called Super Lucky's Tale. Yeah, I think and it was I more of a fox right. than a squirrel. Mm. Did you think it was a fox? Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I saw it initially and thought, oh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. They're doing a remake of Conker. It's Conker <laughs> it, a fox. Uh, Conker was a squirrel. Yes. There we go. <laughs> it was um, a, I thought it looked okay, though. Yeah, it looked very kiddie, kind of. Mm-hmm. You can't say kiddie. There's Why not? More people playing Nintendo that are older. No, but I mean, it, it looked like a, a kind of kiddie kind of game to me. Like it, very child friendly. Is that better? Child friendly. Yeah, Family okay. friendly. Yeah. Family friendly. 
even better. Um, I like the look of it. It's just reminded me of playing games when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then finally, we saw Cuphead for the 28th E3 in a row. Yeah. Um, and it's coming September 29th. Yeah. 2156. Well, they're taking yeah. pre orders for it now, so it's got to come out eventually, hasn't it? So that's it. Fourth, fourth time at E3. <laughs> is that a record? I bet it is yeah, a record. It must be. And it means we get to play it again at Gamescom. Oh, man. No, it'll be out by then, won't it? Oh, no, it won't. <laughs> so it's going to be there, be front and centre in Gamescom. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can remember how hard it is again and say you're not going to buy it. I might refuse. To I wonder it. what they've uh, actually done to it because we've been working well, on I hope it they've for made another <laughs> kind of. This bastard hard every time ten, I've played it. Ten months since you've last played it. <laughs> so. <laughs> I won't have got any better at it. No, no. It, it's a bit crazy, doesn't it? It's like it, every time you see it, it was really brief though this time. Like normally they've spent five minutes on it, haven't they? Really mm-hmm. big deal. This was just a really brief trailer with a date. But yeah, it doesn't look like anything's changed since the first time we saw it. So whether they just know. built the concept level and they got a Microsoft front, yeah, we're showing this this time. I don't know, but finally coming. <laughs> it's going to be like £400 to buy. <laughs> Because the development assignment is crazy. The development costs are going to be through through the roof. Astronomical. Yeah. Anyway, uh, actually, we've got prices. I'll tell a lot. I can tell you exactly how much it's going to be. So we've got a price on Cuphead now. It's sixteen seventy four. That's very specific. Yeah, it's twenty bucks. Twenty, 20 bucks. bucks. Yes. Yeah. Sixteen pounds seventy four English pence. Um. Okay. So it's not quite as expensive as I thought it was going to be. right then we had crackdown yeah so jack you knew who this was oh terry cruz yeah terry cruz he was amazing in in white chicks doing do 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 i missed you (laughs) (laughs) that's it i couldn't take it seriously to see it (laughs) yeah i thought he was amazing he sold he sold the game to me. Uh, in fact, he sold the game to me more than the actual footage did, which mm. I thought was confusing and not massively pretty. Um, so the footage, honestly, it didn't look like much of a step on from Crackdown to. I've not played it, which is crazy because this again, this is the Cuphead of past E three, isn't it? They announced it years and years and years ago we've just heard nothing since and then suddenly it's cropped back up well, it was supposed to be the game that made the X was going to make the Xbox One the, now we're off to the next cloud. generation <laughs> the power of the cloud nice same generation but weren't we going to get like they the, were going to split it we are going to get like the multiplayer portion of it like last year or something it was going to be the original plan and then this not too sure out. yeah but okay November the 7th for that one I was pretty uninspired to be honest yeah, me too. I was annoyed because I was really looking forward to seeing more of that game, and I thought it. So that's a launch title, then, I suppose, in in, in some respects. But they were calling them launch titles. There was lots of things called mm, launch titles. Okay. Okay. Then we had the annual ID segment. Yeah. Which was basically too many games. Twenty games that yeah. you saw about three seconds of each. Mm-hmm. Um, loads of variety. I mean, the thing you always take home from those little compilations is that there's so much variety across genres and graphical styles and gameplay mechanics so hopefully we'll look forward to playing a lot of those games in the near future and then we moved on to another exclusive which was a third person adventure game where the characters have no faces yep Mm. 
which was called Ashen. That was at E3 last year, that one. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I didn't really work out what was going on in that one either. It looked interesting. It was um, quite interesting that they broke it out into its own kind of section because Phil Spencer specifically, he was kind of bigging up the um, just the premise of the game beforehand and the graphical style and, yeah. I thought it looked but okay. I didn't think it, it, looked it didn't look that different from other stuff we had already seen, to be honest. No. In terms of graphics, the kind of cell shading, it looked similar to um, the Darwin Project, yeah. a couple of other things we'd already seen. So, Agreed. Um, and then we moved on to something that did pique my interest, a new Life is Strange game. So I really enjoyed Life is Strange. Strange. I played it last year. Uh, I thought it was excellent. This was probably my moment of the show, this one. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. And it was reasonably obviously Life is Strange. Like, I spotted it pretty pretty much straight away because I recognised the girl. But this isn't Life is Strange 2. This is like a prequel to the first one. Yeah, Before the Storm, it's called. Episode 1 coming in two months. Yeah, and it's only three episodes, though. So it seems like a bit like the um, the Walking Dead one that they did, Jim Burnley brought out that DLC that kind of linked mm-hmm. the two. Two, oh yeah, was that season one and two? Days, yeah, five hundred days. I can't. But yeah, it seems, it seems <laughs> kind of like that kind of idea, like Some three days. three episodes um, kind of tied you over while we wait for like season two. Yeah. So I don't well, think that was exclusive. No. No, we we've got price for this one as well. Oh yeah. Uh, complete season is going to be seventeen bucks, and for deluxe edition, uh, is twenty five bucks. Okay. So not too that can't wait. Okay, yeah, I enjoyed that too. And then we moved on to something else I can't wait for, um, Shadow of War. So they had uh, one of the guys from the dev team on there, and they showed quite a lot of gameplay footage. It yeah. still looks amazing. <laughs> I just I can't wait to play this game. I to, and I... it actually looked quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> one of the orcs that you uh, do a domination on and get him onto your team was called Bruce in a bit of an Australian accent, <laughs> which is brilliant. But he was very surprisingly amusing for an orc, uh, which was cool. So it made me think there's going to be a bit of a comedy theme going on through the orc stuff, which is good. But yeah, the game just looks ridiculously good. Um, I'm sad that it's been pushed back to next year. It's, on, it's later this year, it's not next year. It's like October. Oh, I thought it had been pushed back to next year. It was going to be August, and it's been pushed back to, like, October or something like that, I think, now. Oh, okay. That's not that's not much of a delay at all. Okay, and then we moved on to something that we guessed at earlier today when we saw that not only had State of Decay 1 gone on sale, Ori and the Blind Florist had gone on sale, and they were the only two games that went on sale today, and we knew that State of Decay 2 was coming tonight, so we assumed it might be possible that Ori might be having a sequel too. Mm-hmm. And indeed it is, and it looked very pretty. The composer from the game was on the stage playing his piano. Mm-hmm. Did a wonderful job playing the piano, and the game just looked great, doesn't it? It does. I didn't really get into the first one, I have to say. I haven't finished it or anything. I did use it for one of my alphabet challenge things the other day. Um, it's got a really weird save mechanic that I don't really like. The kind of TA score put me off playing it because it looked pretty difficult. Yeah, I think it is quite difficult. So I just didn't... And platformers aren't really my thing, but it did look really pretty. And the music in the first one worked really well with the game. And that... Okay, he's called, I can't remember his name. Something Coker, I think he's called. Him playing the piano, I thought, was pretty amazing. Like, the music worked Yeah, no, really it was well totally... It worked really well. 
But I had to double check when I was typing it on the Twitter, you know, that penis to make sure I um, <laughs> spell it right before I tweet it. Oh, you typed penis? No, because I put there's a pianist on stage. Oh, penis. <laughs> and I, I was like, right, I'm just going to double check. I've, I've actually got penis. <laughs> I've called him a massive penis. That would have been amazing <laughs> if you tweeted out. Yeah. We're going to have a massive penis, penis on stage. On stage. Just introduce me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be more something at a Ubisoft press conference. <laughs> oh man, we just get letter gameplay from Spencer tomorrow. What's he got? What's Dave talking about? Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, play on Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So if you enjoyed the first Ori, I'm sure it'll be more of the same. Um, pretty platforming that's quite challenging. Yeah. Then another surprise. Phil came back on stage to talk about the Back and Pat program and dropped the bomb that Xbox original games are going to start coming to the program soon with more details coming later in the year. Uh, a lot of people got quite excited about that in the room. He mentioned Eternal. I know. <laughs> For me, it just seems a bit... I, I mean, I know people like old games, but a lot of people see stuff through rose-tinted glasses. They're going to go back and play it once and think, ah, this isn't as good as I remember it being. And so you're going to have to get again. your original Xbox disc. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> from from the store I that mean, you've sold it, it to. It might be because I'm biased, like I didn't have an original Xbox, so I've got no games. Mm-hmm. None of them. I did. It's only around for about a year. The original yeah. Splinter Cell, that's probably one that's worth playing on there if that comes out. No but, achieves. But the good yeah, thing no, is they no probably achieve. will get achievements baked in. Or they, you think they could be able to do that? Okay. They, they haven't said that, obviously, but if you're going to be playing them on... Scoop? Could do. Although they didn't with the 360, did they? But the original, like, the back compat on the 360 was right, really limited, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was only a few games. Yeah. Uh, that didn't. Yeah, I can't remember. There's nothing I can remember from the original Xbox that I really want to play again. The only stuff would be Hitman and Splinter Cell, but Hitman's already been remade on the 360 as part of a trilogy. And I think Splinter Cell is that. Had some ways well, had sequels, which are probably way better now. So maybe it's because I've got loads of 360 games that, like last year when they announced the back compat, it was like, yes, I can play all these again, even though I, I don't want to play them again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't want to play anymore. Yeah, but um, I I, there's nothing that stands out for me that like I, I look at from the original Xbox and go, can't believe I missed out on that game. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, man, I agree. Never mind. Um, okay, then we got the news that there are 4K updates coming to 35 titles yeah. um, when the Xbox One X launches, including a ton of first-party stuff like Forza Horizon 3, Gears of War 4, mm-hmm. but also a lot of AAA stuff from third parties as well. You've had Halo Wait. Wars 2, that's first party though. Um, Final Fantasy 7 was... Yeah, Final Fantasy was... Resident Evil 15, 7. Sorry. That was it, Resident Evil 7. Final Fantasy 15. I'm, I'm sure I spied this, I might have mistaken this, but a farming simulator box art scrolling oh, up the screen when they said this. That's worth wow. the £449. So, <laughs> Dave will be able to harvest his corn in 4K. <laughs> 4K corn. <laughs> Then, that's that's what we've been building up. Do you know me laugh though? Sixteen years of Xbox. He really one. pushed the the fact that these updates were free. Yeah, I know. <laughs> free. free updates. Who's going to pay for a four K update? But I, I, I imagine surprise me if a developer does it. <laughs> Paid four yeah. K up. DLC. 
It yeah. would surprise me if that number builds quite a bit before then, because like on the, on the PS4 Pro when that launched, you saw some of the randomest little sort of like indie games were pushing 4K updates out and stuff. So mm-hmm. I expect that to grow a bit, to be honest. So that was good news. Yeah, but it sort of makes it obvious that there's not it's not like a seamless upgrade for a lot of this stuff. You're gonna need an update for your games to enjoy them at the max on the Mm -hmm. Xbox One X. Um, And then finally we saw Anthem, which we've been sort of waiting for since we saw the 45-second pre-trailer thing for it yesterday. Yeah. And it looked really, really good. I really like the look of this. Um, Had a bit of... It reminded me of Titanfall 2, the sort of beautiful scenery. I didn't feel Titanfall 2 at all. I know they were they were they were in exosuits more than robots. On the reminded me of no, like Crisis the, or something. The first like level that. of Titanfall Fourteen, you know the bit where you land on the sort of grassy planet and you're wandering around way before you yeah. even get in a mech. It reminded me a bit of that, yeah, and then yeah. also a bit of Destiny, Jack Thor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a Destiny um, vibe from it. You could there was a yeah. bit like quite far into the trailer where they picked up a weapon and it was like an exotic or something like that. Like it. Ah, uh, okay. Reminded yeah. and it reminded me. I got a Destiny kind of feel from it. I thought it looked sweet. It did. Um, it looked really good. For the uh, bit that got me, uh, he was kind of flying through the sky and I was thinking, ah, oh, yeah, this is okay. Oh, yeah, and then suddenly he dipped down into the water. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was amazing. And yeah, you like had all it. the kind of bullet shots coming into the water and he's flying through them and you could see the water rippling past him. Oh, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then when they had the, the exosuits and there was like um, a bunch of enemies and one guy had like a mortar on his back. Mm-hmm. And he fired that off. Then the other one, like I did, get a bit of time far from where he kind of locked onto loads of enemies at once, then fired off like a, a rocket salvo. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, this okay. looks amazing. So it's it's by EA or it's published by EA. Yeah, um, I can't actually remember the last time EA did a new IP. It's been a couple of years, probably. So this was a pretty big deal, and um, cool that Xbox had it on their stage. And even cooler that it looks so cool. I really, really want to play this game. Did we get a date, Dave? I didn't see one to finish, but that was like I was like you, you know, typing and making notes and stuff as well. Yeah, so I, I don't quite think we a got a date. It's the first we've heard of it, so it'd be surprising if it was coming out in any time soon. But it did look very, very cool. It looks stunning. To be fair. Apparently, it's set for fall of 2018. So yeah, autumn next fall. year. That's not a crazy way. That's really, autumn, is it? isn't it? Yeah, yeah, autumn next year. Mm-hmm. So that's this time next year. Yeah. Ish. Bit late. Ish. Okay. Cool. And that was the end. And then they did a little sort of recap thing with loads of amazing looking games that they'd shown off earlier and then a few of the games that were going to be getting those 4K updates in one big trainer. Um, so I remember thinking at the end of it, this is one of the best Xbox presentations I can remember for a very, very long time. We didn't see any connect nonsense we didn't see any tv nonsense we saw an amazing bit of hardware at mm-hmm. a reasonable price and we saw a ton of ton of really really looking good looking games um and a smattering of of good exclusives as well by the look of it too mm-hmm. i thought phil did a brilliant job of the presentation i've never never really been his biggest fan but i thought he did a good job tonight and generally i was very pleased i didn't feel it was lacking in anything at all mm-hmm all the things I was hoping for were there, um, which was great. Dave, um, did you take anything away? 
to be honest, like I was overall pretty unimpressed. To be honest. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I thought what they showed looked great, and like some of the games really interested me. But the, there still there doesn't seem to be any kind of Microsoft IPs in anything they showed there. Do you know that's new? That's really exciting for me. I think they've left the door wide open for Sony to come in and just be the perceived winners of E3 again. Really? I think they're all always, Sony will always win that anyway because they've just got just, so many like, fans. Well, there was no... I, like We were all hoping there'd be like a new IP that kind of surprised us. Do you know, like a, an exclusive or do you know something like that? There was 22 thing. exclusives. Yeah, but what were the ID games and stuff? Nothing there, really. There wasn't like a, a Rise Again or a Sunset Overdrive. Do you know, there wasn't like a AAA. It was a game with a guy playing a guitar. <laughs> there, there, wasn't, there wasn't like a trip play exclusive there that no, we didn't no, I get what know you about. Mean. Or like there was Forza Seven was the only one that I could think of that was newly announced. It was like a proper again they're there like clockwork, aren't they? You don't even have to yeah, announce exactly. them. Yeah. So I think they, they left the door open there, but like they, they were, the games, anything most of them interested me. I was excited for a lot of them. The pricing of Scorpion, everything like I'm happy with. So I mean, it mm. was good, but I think there was room for some of the. They seemed like there was less exclusive sort of like first-party games than ever, to be honest. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't really feel that. I just maybe because they just kept saying console exclusive at the start of everything. <laughs> I was like, oh bloody hell, it's another one of these. I typed it out about fifty times. I'm glad they didn't do without realizing what came after. I'm glad they didn't do like the fake exclusives, you know, like they did with like Tomb Raider, where you realize it's going to be coming Time. out anyway later. Yeah. But yeah, I just think they could, they were lacking there. But you don't know, like if they've just axed Scalebound and stuff, it might be a couple of years until some of these that they're no doubt working on mm-hmm. are going to be coming to fruition. Yeah, I mean, I think the Player Unknown Battlegrounds one is is a biggie, um, but that's mainly because I know more about the game. Uh, Jack, what did you what did you make of it? I think you were spot on with your assessment that they focused on the games and that's what they needed to do. I think with the stuff around the Xbox One launch, that was supposed to be the one console and they focused on multimedia and TV and kind of all stuff that gamers don't really care that much about. Whereas this time it was just four games, that was it. Didn't care about it, like no Kinect, no Cortana, no... Also, (laughs) no COD, no EA Sports. Mm. Which yeah. have made up about half an hour of every other presentation I think I've ever seen. I thought that was interesting because with the release date being, it's four days after the release of COD. I'm good, I'm expecting COD to be enhanced on the Xbox. Uh, yeah, I mean, might not mention, hear a great deal about that. Do you know the ones that Sony have obviously got the the marketing yeah. plans for stuff like College? They can't really come out and say, and it's going to look better than anywhere else on the Xbox One, can they? Really? So I think mm. they might. I think it probably will look better and play better, but I think... Would Sony have been doing a lot of underhanded deals, haven't they, where by their the PS4... <laughs> <Underhanded>. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the P- swapping. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, so they've been basically saying, this game has to be the best it can be on PlayStation 4, it can't be better on anything else. Yeah. At which point that limits it because it, the Xbox One X game becomes the Xbox One game at that point. It's that was just the Bungie thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, well, it was the it was Red Dead Two as well. Oh, was it? Yeah, Red Dead Two. Um, 
I imagine we've done oh. it with a handful of other titles as well. But I think by default, the, the yeah. Xbox One X will probably be like the place to play third-party games. I think just because the um, the PS4 Pro is isn't even like full 4K, is it? It kind of does that checkerboard thing, mm-hmm. so it gives you 4K, but it isn't like native. So I, I just think the power and everything the Xbox going to sit X, it'll be like the it'll be the default one for third party but I don't think they'll be able to say it mm-hmm. yeah okay. Um, cool okay let's call it a wrap it's an hour of discussion for an hour and 40 minutes of uh, presentation which I think is about fair Yeah. so uh, we will speak to you about the Ubisoft presentation tomorrow night hello we're back and uh, we've just watched the Ubisoft presentation uh, which was had some surprises in it and some cool stuff and some not some cool stuff <laughs> um, so let's crack on so it's opened up Eve came on stage to rapturous applause and then we saw a little trailer for a new Mario game which was quite a surprise I wasn't expecting that um, but combined with Rabbids mm-hmm. the uh, crazy uh, things that are in the Rayman Rabbids game Eve said, we've always wondered what would happen if our rabbits were let loose in the world of Mario. I'm sure there's millions of other people out there that wondered exactly that. <laughs> not, not me, me, unfortunately. Um, and then Miyamoto came on. He seems quite a popular chap, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, lots, lots of whooping and hollering in the crowd. He came on with like a full-size replica of one of the weapons from the game. They did some poses together, which was uh, weird. <laughs> and then... Um, Miyamoto did a long monologue in Japanese uh, about the game, which is weird. Like, because people have been complaining about pe- old men coming on stage and talking during these presentations, because the kids get bored. Um, and this was like doubly as bad as that, because not only was he on stage talking, because he was in Japanese, every single line he said then had to be translated. So he was actually on stage just talking for blooming ages. Yeah. Um, Do you think they should have got a uh, body double in? And uh... yeah, maybe or. <laughs> I mean, it was scripted anyway, so they could have translated over the top of it. Or, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Or he could have learned some English for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, uh, imperialism coming through. Anyway, it felt like it slowed it right down a bit. Um, so it's a Mario game that's made by Ubisoft, which is a first, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. think there's ever been another one. Um, and it looked initially like a standard 3D platformer... Um, which looked quite interesting, and then all of a sudden they got into a battle, and it turned into what they referred to a turn-based tactical adventure. Mm-hmm. And I suddenly lost interest as they had to individually move characters around the map. And... I was pretty much exactly the same. At first, it piqued my interest, and I thought, "Ah, oh, this is just like a Mario game on a different platform, whatever." And yeah. then it just got way too complex, way too quick. Yeah. It just does has bears no, no it, excitement for me at all. I presume it's only on Switch. I don't can't imagine it's coming to. Yeah, it's the weird Switch, thing yeah. it just doesn't seem to relate to the target audience because you think Mario, you think Rayman, you think oh, it's kind of a younger audience, and then suddenly it's like, yeah, or a or a fun platformer collecting stuff, normal type of mm. Mario game. But it's just it, which it was for like fifty percent of it, and then as soon as they got into a battle, it just turned into this silly turn based strategy nonsense. So um, they spent a good 15 minutes of the presentation on that, mm-hmm. which I suppose for fans of Mario and or Rabbids will be a, a fun 15 minutes, but it didn't feel like much fun to me. 
Um, anyway, moving on to the proper games. <laughs> uh, next up was Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, the trailer was minimal, just showed some shots of Egypt, which were pretty, obviously, but um, CGI stuff. Um, and then they cut to people playing the demo in a different room, mm-hmm. um, which was a bit annoying because they were going on about how beautiful the screen was and how amazing it looked, but you couldn't really see anything no. at all because it was so sunny in there that the screen just looked very dark grey. It seems like a bizarre setup, doesn't it? Yeah, it's really like, stupid. Look at these amazing graphics, graphics you can't from, see. From the game, really silly. And they're all going, oh, it's so pretty. They did <laughs> um, They did cut back to those guys at the very end of the presentation. Yes, half I did watch of, a bit of that, and then it yeah. made sense. But before that, it was silly. That 30 minutes is on site now, if you if anybody's interested. Oh, okay, in cool. Interestingly, they were playing on an Xbox One X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it looked, when we finally did see it further down the line, it looked really stunning, like properly beautiful. And they were doing the owl... Is it an owl eagle? Probably not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eagle vision <laughs> thing where the, like the camera pans up and you go in a bird and look down and it was really like really slick, mm-hmm. like proper long range draw distances. But as you as you turn the camera around, it was beautifully smooth. It looked really good. And we we're obviously only watching it on 1080p, so can't imagine how good it looked on a proper 4K. Um, but yeah, as we say, they they didn't really show a great deal in the presentation, but they had a huge gameplay session afterwards, and the videos up on the site. So check it out. Next up was a real surprise to me, which was the Crew Two. Mm-hmm. When it, the trailer initially started, and it was like, wow, this looks amazing! Car chases and uh, really fun racing, and then there was bits of speedboats in there and motorbike riding, um, and then even aer- aeroplanes like flying around. And I was like, wow, well, this must be a new IP. There's no way this is the crew. Um, but it was the crew too, but it didn't seem to have any of the key things that made the crew the crew. Like, forming a crew, <laughs> going and doing stuff. Which was like the, the whole idea of the crew. It seems completely, that bit's just gone. Uh, but because it's got cars in, and I think it's in set in the same world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's, it's definitely still in America, isn't it? Like, I know there's I quite a few disappointed people in news chat hoping it was in Europe this time, but Okay. Is it kind of a pseudo America kind of bits and pieces? Yeah, it's not. Because I think I did like see. I saw something that looked like the Statue of Liberty at some point. Yeah, yeah and there was San Francisco mm, Bridge. The original crew, you could drive like all the way across America, but it was like yeah. a heavily condensed and like it yeah, four I hours think it's instead of whatever it But it looked amazing. Like, I, th- I thought it looked absolutely fantastic. I will definitely buy be buying this. It was just instant purchase for me. I just thought they made driving look so much more exciting than it did on the Forza 7 trailer. <laughs> so I'm all over it. Definitely be getting that. Uh, Dave, did you? what did you think of that? Get it excited? Was, it was good, but I've still got bad memories of the crew. Yeah, well, I don't. I, I've started it, and I'm probably three hours in. From being stuck on a loading screen after buying it, so and I've never played it since. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That no, wasn't great, but this looked, I thought this looked nice. But I imagine we'll get some hands-on at Gamescom for that one anyway. So yes, do consent me. There's a beta coming early 2018. Oh, it's due out early 2018. Sorry, there's a beta prior to that. Right. Okay. Cool. Then we had a South Park phone game, which will probably be quite fun. Well, this was the proper South Park game. Actually, it was a new trailer for the Fractured but Whole. Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought it was a phone thing. Uh, that was a little bit later on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, right, okay, so a new trailer of Fractured But Whole. Did they, did they give a new release date? Have we got a phone uh, release date? The release date's October 17th. Oh, okay, so not so too not far. Not too far away. 
Okay, I must have melded that into one in my head. I'm glad they didn't spend quite as long on like the cringy talking to. Oh yeah, Matt Stone and Trey. Yeah, yeah, and and I've been. I, what's her What's her name? The woman who normally does Ubisoft. She wasn't there at all, was she? Oh, so, you should, yeah. yeah, she's ace. Yeah. I, I was sad that she wasn't there. I think it was um, almost. I think the delay hurt them a little bit, didn't it? So I think that it was just like showing a bit already. If they showed any more, they mean yeah, just kind of get them delayed it initially, brush it under the rug, and not hype um, it up too much. Okay, then there was like a live-action sort of scientist, f- slightly freaky trailer. Mm-hmm. Quite short, no gameplay at all, no CGI at all, uh, for a game called Transference. Yeah. Yeah, which I didn't really understand what it was. But, it's supposed um, to be kind of like a movie game, but they've seemingly got some actors and stuff involved with it. So they had right, uh, well, yeah, there was like uh, live action. Woods. The interesting thing I took from this was that they kind of mentioned specifically VR, okay. but it is coming to the Xbox One. Ooh. So I, I don't know how that's going to work. Maybe in flat mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But they didn't really reveal anything at all about that, so we don't really know. Um, next up, another new IP, um, and it's another pirate game. Yeah. Mm. So they've basically taken a whole chunk of the worst part of Assassin's Creed 4 <laughs> and made a game out of it. <laughs> um, it looks like less fun than Sea of Thieves, is my notes. It looks like just... Um, they didn't mention any single player aspect to it so it looks like purely multiplayer and kind of team I, oh, really? I kind of got uh, the impression of Far Honor on water mm. okay because they were mentioning seasons and things like that oh which is it looked like, like it was more about part. building a fleet than um, actually having fun and the stuff yeah. that Sea of Thieves are aiming for it, 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 looked, quite it looked quite in depth yeah um, the weird stuff I thought was the CGI. So they they showed sort of two quite long CGI trailers, mm-hmm. and then a small bit of gameplay in between, like live action gameplay. The CGI stuff looked like it was it had quite an interesting story, and yeah, uh, it looked fantastic. But then when they went to play the gameplay, actually playing the game, it didn't really seem to ha- in, incorporate any of that story stuff. It was just like fears of ships trying to shoot it sideways, which is the most annoying thing. I, I think they should make. Someone should make a game which is based on water. I love that idea, but rather than having old-fashioned ships, you've got like a nice speedboat with a big front-mounted gun on it. That would be much more fun. So you can actually shoot stuff that's in front of you rather than having to constantly circle around and. So Somali pirate pirates instead of yeah, like, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Somali pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> anyway, it's called Skull and Bones. Um, don't think we got a release date, maybe. But it looked, it looked like it was quite a long way down the path. I mean, to be fair, they didn't have to make much because it's just the boats from AC4, but, but um, a bit more to it, I would imagine. <laughs> uh, but it didn't interest me. Do either of you fancy any of that? I think it would be fun for kind of a week or so, but I don't think there's enough in terms of... Well, it doesn't seem like there's enough in terms of content to kind of keep you coming back. I'll, I'll wait to see more. Like it wasn't as inspiring to me as like Far Honor was when I saw that. But they never mentioned like a single player experience in Far Honor hardly at all up to the release. So they might do yeah. something. You never know. But okay. Um, I don't know. It seems to be quite a lot of people excited about it. I think I'm, I'm probably quite alone in my um, non-love. I think there's I a actually... lot of people remembering it through kind of what will remember in Assassin's Creed through rose-tinted glasses, black flag, because of sailing and stuff, and that was okay. 
but it it wasn't great, and I hopefully they've expanded on that. I thought Assassin's Creed 4 was a better pirate game than it was an Assassin's Creed game. To be honest. Ooh, there you go. So maybe it's just me. So did this appeal then? Kind of. It's not like a super high up on my list of things to play, but I'll check out more and see how they yeah. build on it. Okay. Then we had some <laughs> standards. It seems to be every Ubisoft presentation. You have like a standard bit of five minutes of madness when they do Just Dance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's like loads of robots came on and then some J-pop. Yeah. <laughs> dancing around. And then uh, a real uh, a real pop star, someone that I'd never heard of, did a proper song. Trees and then they got went excited at that. Did he? Yeah. She was rather attractive, I have to say. <laughs> um, but I don't, I don't know anything more about it than that. Uh, I've never played a Just Dance game, so... They revealed 40 songs, but that was like in a different trailer oh, okay. afterwards. But normally, like, normally they're they, they quite heavy on Just Dance, aren't they? Like the phone integration and all that kind of stuff. Whereas mm-hmm. this was kind of really skips over just so people knew it was there. Like, Yeah. Break up the presentation a bit. <laughs> um, then we had, uh, I don't even know. I got really excited at the start of this trailer for another new IP. Because it looked really cool, really futuristic, um, sort of spaceships flying around the top of planets, cool-looking cities, um, and then there was started to be a, like a bit of a battle, and then all of a sudden they cut away to the boat playing, or his hands anyway, yeah. and then he sort of started bolting stuff onto his controller, <laughs> like plastic pieces of like it's the worst Lego kit you've ever seen, um, onto his controller to build like a like a ship, I and mean, it was all very quickly cut and edit, so you didn't, it, you know, it wasn't. A slow thing, but it was just like clipping bits on, and then it sort of cut back to the game, and then that ship would fly in and attack something, and then it would cut back out, and he'd be clipping different bits on and stuff. Um, so I was a bit confused by this. It's called Starlink Battle for Atlas. I'm guessing it's a start, sort of Skylanders, Disney Infinity style, yeah, you have to buy bits um, to make it work, which is, uh, I mean, they're cash cows, aren't they? They must yeah. make so much money from those games, so they're obviously trying to wonder how they can get in on that act um, but yeah I thought the game looked cool but I don't like the toy concept just having kids as well you know you're going to lose like one rocket oh. <laughs> 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 because you have to build them as well so they all come apart yeah. whereas I'm guessing Skylanders and Disney Infinity they're just solid Figures, things yeah. Mm. Yeah, it so, didn't, it didn't know, imagine if you, if you like the look of this game you're going to need to remortgage your house to buy something <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, one of my <laughs> one of my highlights from Gamescom two years ago was Steep. Uh, well, in fact, that was last year, wasn't it? it yeah. When it finally came out, I realised I'd played the same thing so many different times that I got a bit bored with it. Um, however, there's a new expansion coming, an Olympic expansion, Winter Olympics, um, which looks really cool to me. So there was all the traditional Winter Olympic sports, like downhill, um, half pipe, and you know, all the sort of X, X, X Games winter sports as well thrown in. But it looks like you're competing for your country mm-hmm. um, in lots of like quite short races. I thought that looked really cool. And I will probably pick that up, I think, as long as it's not too expensive. Because Steep needs a bit of an injection of something to make it make me want to go back to it, and that could well be it. Um, and then, ta-da, we moved on to Far Cry 5. There was a very short little intro trailer where they showed a nutcase bloke um, in church 
<laughs> with a massive gun and then the entire congregation also having guns and all shouting at each other it looked looked pretty loony yeah um then they cut through to some gameplay and this like the, the story looks seriously twisted i mean the people involved look like they're proper <laughs> proper loonies <laughs> um and then they showed like all there was like some first person action and it cut to like other members of the gang or your your friends or whatever that are helping you yeah. and they seem really cool i think um I don't know whether you can play as them or they're like characters that just assist you throughout. There was a uh, dog as well, wasn't there? Yeah. Yes. And he could. He you could seemingly use him to attack him. Yeah, distract people or attack people, and he'd go off and uh, bring guns back for you as well. Yeah. Yeah. From from reading bits of it, I I gather that they are like NPCs in the game, but it is co-op as well. Like the whole thing's co-op in it. So yeah, so I don't know whether you play as one of those NPCs. Yeah, one of you might take up one of them. But they look cool. They, you know, they they look fun and interesting and quite hardcore. There was a lot of lot of death and murder, killing in the uh, in the trailer, including some pretty gruesome kills. Well, there was one bit where like a combine harvester (laughs) sliced someone up. Um, but I, I was totally excited for this. I, I would definitely buy this game. I think, yeah, on what I've seen so far. You were aboard this one as well. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Jack, interested in this one? Yeah, I think so. Did it you looks... play Far Cry Four? I have not played Far Cry Four. No. Did you play Far Cry Three? <laughs> Far Cry. 3. I have played Far Cry Three. A bit. Far Cry Three, I thought was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. If it's more of that, this is going to be good. I think um, they make solid games anyway yeah for sure and then finally we had uh, one of the most loony I keep using the word loony because I can't swear crazy trailers I've ever seen in my life in fact they were swearing constantly the Ubisoft is like properly x-rated every year um, every trailer is either swearing or a bloke comes out and starts swearing <laughs> it's pretty mad um, so this was for Beyond Good and Evil 2 um, the trader was sort of space age with a talking monkey and and a talking like hog <laughs> warthog type thing um, just bizarre like properly nuts I mean you watch the trailer because it's, it's worth watching um, swearing at each other and they sort of fly off in a spaceship uh, I haven't played the first Beyond Good and Evil no, me uh, but seemingly it was quite a popular title back in the day I think it's 15 years old now yeah like uh, the devs came out and one of them started crying, which was odd. <laughs> um, so I don't know whether that's a good sign or not. <laughs> maybe he was embarrassed or maybe he's just excited. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what more to make of this game. I, I, they didn't show any proper gameplay, it was just a CGI trailer, so I think we'll need to know more. But I, I don't know how. Jack, you told me earlier that. Um, there was a trailer for this three years ago at E3, a little tiny Yeah, one. it was a tiny teaser trailer. I think it was about three years ago. So you'd so. think they were quite a long way down the line then. Mm. You'd hope so. Um, so we don't, I don't think we got a release date for that. No, but they did say you could join, what was it? The um, Space Monkey. Space Monkey. <laughs> What's that, a beta? I don't know. They just said go to the website and sign up for like, the Space Monkey Club or something. <laughs> okay, well, I like clubs. I'm okay. always interested in... Uh, Space Monkey Club. Uh, I might do that just to try and find out a bit more about it. But um, I thought it looked interesting. I, don't, <laughs> I was say I've never played the first game, so I know nothing about it at all. The CG and the characters and stuff looked really, really good. Obviously, oh, it looked fantastic. Like the trailer has been 
probably in the works for months and months to get it to that polish. And I doubt a game could look as good as that on hardware. It'd be a bit struggle to anyway, I think. Yeah, and well, I, I thought that was a bit of a theme of all of this E3, really. There's been so much CGI. Yeah. Um, and as soon as it cuts to the actual main gameplay, it, it feels like it's stepped down a notch or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I suppose that's always been in the, the case. It was, it was quite interesting, because I was, I was watching like the Twitch stream, and the chat was like running at 300 miles an hour at the side of it. Yeah. And when it came on, some people were like crazily excited and really happy, and other people were saying like they've ruined the game. And I, I don't know, oh, right. I don't know enough about the first one to know what's different or not. But it was quite marmite like in, <laughs> in its reception. It was interesting. Okay, well, yeah, I know nothing, so um, we'd have to do some investigation on that. But yeah, it could be it could be interesting. I like the humour in it. It was piqued my interest. Uh, yeah, for sure. Now, if the trailer is is that's its intention, then it certainly it worked for me as well. Um, I think that was it. And then they showed some half, as you say, half an hour of actual gameplay of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Uh, did you watch that? No, I jumped off at that point. I, I'll, I'll catch there was some interesting play. stuff. Um, so there was a demo that's available to play on the on the show floor, <clears throat> which was the one that they were playing through, and. It seems like it's gone quite RPG. So there's like a huge, what they called, rather than a skill tree, they called it a skill graph. Because you can, it's sort of multiple routes to go across this thing. And on the left was um, Hunter, sort of class stuff. On the right was something else. (laughs) The top was um, Warrior. Um, And you could sort of choose which area you focused your points on. So we we noticed them leveling up, didn't we, on the uh, MS conference? Yeah. Um, and when you level up, you can spell, spend those points on uh, abilities, basically. So you can choose to be either like a really stealthy guy, or you can go for all out like attack, um, which would probably be what I do when I play it. Um, but the interesting thing was, without unless you've like leveled up all your um, abilities and um, you've got a whole ton of like different weapon um, like almost like skills so they were they were showing comparison between like two different bows one of them had like low it's a bit like borderlands you know where you compare two weapons in borderlands you get yeah. all those different um scores for them you had to do all of that stuff as well and i really can't be doing with all that jazz so that seemed quite annoying and someone said that when they played it on the show floor your instant kills your actual assassinations weren't killing people properly because you hadn't leveled up the certain things so oh, I'm not sure that. if that's going to actually... A stealth kill isn't necessarily like a, a kill or something I read, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't actually kill the person unless you've leveled up all the stuff to the right amounts, which could be quite frustrating because that's... You know, the whole point is you kill them in one thing and then you hide the body and then no one really notices. But if you're going to get into a proper fight every time, it could be all sorts of trouble in an Assassin's Creed game. So that was interesting, but it did look really pretty, uh, I have to say, and they were playing, as I say, they were playing on Xbox One X and it looked looked pretty stunning. So um, we shall see, but we haven't got long to wait for that, have we? That's out this year. Yep. Ta-da. Cool. So that was it. Um, Bethesda. Yeah. I haven't watched any of. Dave, you watched that? I did. They, they did quite a bit of kind of VR stuff and things that won't really interest us. Some really interesting games coming out for them. I'm trying to think what they were. There was Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus. Oh, yeah. Like, if you haven't seen that trailer, 
that looked uh, amazing. Like it just looks absolutely mental. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was some Elder Scrolls expansion stuff for Morrowind and Clockwork City. Not really interested in that. Dishonored. Everybody yes. thought it was a Dishonored 2 DLC, but it's not. It's a standalone game called Dishonored Death of the Outsider. Yeah, it seems like um, it's a small, smaller title potentially because it's only £20. All right, okay. It did, it did, when I was looking at the gameplay, like I've not played the other two, but I remember them, from what I've seen of other trailers, them looking really good, like, you know, visually. And this looked a bit cartoony, what I saw, so I thought I was wondering if it was something different. But yeah, it's a standalone that's coming September the 15th. Evil Within 2, the kind of, that yep. got leaked yep. on Reddit during the day, unfortunately, and I've uh, appeared on Reddit. Again, not a game I've played. I'm not really interested in horror games, but it it, was, it looked like a CGI trailer, so I didn't really get a lot from that, but I know Mark was pretty happy. But I think they said everything that they showed was coming this year. Oh, okay. Wow. They, yeah, they, they, they weren't like going dead far ahead. There was other stuff like Doom VFR that was called. That looked pretty cool. Skyrim VFR was on PlayStation last night, but main bits for us were like Wolfenstein. Uh, there was a creators club that seemed a bit weird. It was like paid mods. Ooh, paid mods. Okay. Yeah, it was only in, I, can't, I think it was Fallout 4 mm-hmm. and Skyrim Special Edition. And it was called the Creation Club, and it was like a curated... And a list of mods, but it was like you know clothing and weapons, and mm-hmm. but it was like only from the best like content creators or from Bethesda themselves, and you paid for it with like these points. And but do you I imagine content creators get a cut and stuff of that as well? I guess so, but they, it was just a really short trailer, and it was didn't really. They were just had like it looked like they had like an app, an external app, and they were paying for it with like points but how you got these points it might be like ubisoft points you know where you yeah you unlock achievements in game and do actions and you and you build up them points or it might it might be paid i don't really know okay um so a couple of things to look out for there check out the trailers they're all on the site i've got to say the news team have done an incredible job yeah, over the last three days the number of stories is just nuts um and sony um apparently it was a bit underwhelming I came I away from Sony. Are you, did really, you watch it? Yeah, we watched it last night. I was tweeting it. Jack was watching it, and we were talking, and it just seemed really underwhelming to me. Like I said, when after the Xbox One, that they've kind of left the door wide open for Sony just to kind of sweep it away. Do you know, because they always come out with like a always oh, an old game that you love. Yeah, and there's yeah. some really nice looking trailers for games. Coming yeah, out. they do brilliant trailers, don't they? Everything we saw was kind of like what we knew. From like, it was like they got last year's presentation, just copied it to this year and put come in 2018 at the bottom of each trailer instead. Yeah, I think there are a couple of gems in there though. Um, yeah. The last one, it was something we've already known about the Spider Man game. Oh, yeah. Which looks great. Looks so like, is that exclusive? Yeah, exclusive, yeah. unfortunately. That's interesting. It yeah, was uh, kind of Batman style, wasn't it? Yeah. Imagine Arkham Knight, but with Spider Man instead, <laughs> and instead of bat- Batarangs, he's throwing webs Trump. everywhere. But yeah. it was a really, it was like eight minutes of gameplay, and there's definitely bits that I saw in it that were clear gameplay. Like you could tell that, you know, mm-hmm. aiming up to shoot up his web and clamp and stuff. But there was some bits where he's like swinging between buildings and going in and out of buildings and stuff. And it's like I don't know how if that's a cut 
time, do you know, like quick time event or if it's a cutscene or what, but it, it did look stunning pretty much. That's probably the one game that I was like, I wish I could play that. Yeah. The other gem was Shadow of a Colossus. That was okay. a PS2 game back in the day. It was kind of one of the games that introduced by the concept of huge, huge bosses. Yeah. And they, it seems like um, it wasn't called Shadow of the Colossus 2 or anything, so it seems like a... I think it's a remaster from like, what I've read this morning. A remaster, <laughs> okay. But yeah, their show was like an hour long. There was... Just, I don't know. Nothing, I, I can't remember seeing anything coming out this year apart from stuff that was like DLC. Mm, there okay. was uh, an Uncharted DLC, there was a Horizon Zero Dawn DLC. I mean, they look great and everything, but that was, and then the rest of the stuff was all 2018 that we'd seen last year. I mean, mm-hmm. the next year looked stacked from because they were like God of War, there was that Detroit game that looked really cool. Final Fantasy Fishing. Yeah, <laughs> they went onto a VR section and it, it was, there was just some. Weird games. One of them was literally Final Fantasy Fifteen, but they were fishing. Just a fishing game in VR. It was. <laughs> wow. Okay. So uh, that's the end of the presentations for this year. I didn't see the PC Gamer one. I don't know anything about that either. No. Um, probably some PC stuff in there for you. Well, Age uh, of Empires got announced, didn't it? Age of Empires. Yeah, they got announced like a definitive edition, which looks pretty okay. cool. Nice. Um, so I think I was very impressed with Microsoft and Ubisoft generally. Yeah. EA I thought was decent. Not amazing. And I haven't watched any, but apparently a bit underwhelming. And then Nintendo was showing a load of pre-recorded trailers tonight. Yeah. I believe. <laughs> so uh, reasonably three, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I, I've come up with these lots of games I'm looking forward to, which is always what you, what you want at the end of E3, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. Um, cool. Okay. Any highlights? Hmm. Any? What's your one game that you're going to want to buy more than any other <sighs> after this E3? I can't do one. Probably Wolfenstein 2. <sighs> oh, okay. Mm. I, I need to watch the trailer for that. I can't, I can't do one because I'm I, I was really happy that Life is Strange is back. Yes. Really happy that Assassin's Creed looks good, but I suppose Anthem's probably the one that I really want to learn more about. And yep, totally. See how I'd it go develops. with that. And I've been quite excited by most of the racing games. Crew <laughs> <laughs> 2 and Need for Speed, I think, look great. Uh, yeah, I thought Anthem looked really, really cool as well. And there were some of the ID titles I thought looked really interesting with their graphical styles. Cool. Excellent. Well, that's it for another year. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to go next year. I think I've made the decision. It'll be quite cool. But the next time we talk to you about this many games in a short time, it will be Gamescom. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we'll be back with our regular show on Friday. So we will speak to you then. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. Catch you later.